Okay. Now, now we're now we're good. What's up, guys? This is Geo. This is Bug, episode 18 of Geek vs. Geek, Geek. All right. I just want to go ahead and jump right in to what we were just talking about before we started the show. Yeah. And it's an article you dug up from uh, The Federalist. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I've read the article, but... You know, do you do you want to start off, or you you want me to dive into it? Okay. Um, this was a rabbit hole because I got this story from. I check all the the non traditional news feeds. It's yeah. part of my little my little ritual now. Oh, traditional. You know. One thing, real quick. Okay. Uh your audio is coming in perfect. So whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Okay. Um, like, like I said, okay. I checked the, the not the non-traditional uh, news sources. Now, I mean, what I mean by non-traditional is like OAN, Newsmax, you know, just Epoch Times. I have not checked that one out because I don't have access to it. Um, is it? Did they put up a paywall? No, I just haven't ever looked at that. I've heard about it, but um, I've got I've got a lot of great visual aids from Epoch Times um, for from the Russia Gate. They were the first one on the Russia Gate thing. Um, you know the Hillary they they put that case together way before anybody did. And, at, uh, at some point, we need to talk. We need to talk about like stuff. You know websites that we frequent or something just because we could yeah. we could do that in this show we can do that in this episode um okay okay we we can just go straight down that hole because we're talking about it anyway so we might as well just go down that rabbit hole um so yeah the, the federalist yeah. is is one of my sites that i frequent but you haven't ever really been there no, I I only hear it every once in a while. And basically, the story where I got the story from was they were talking about. Apparently, there is a a uh, ammo manufacturer mm-hmm. that they manufacture nothing but ammunition for the military, specifically seven point six two millimeter rounds. Uh, well. This is a government-owned ammunition plant. Yes, and the, the so, catch is whatever surplus they have gets sold to the public through a um, I forget what the name of the program is. Uh, well, here in arms. Alabama, it's the Civilian Arms. Uh, That's it. Civilian arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Civilian. I think that civilian. You can also buy surplus um, rifles, like uh, the like surplus M1s and Garands, um, mm-hmm. through the civilian arms program. And basically, I want to give a little background because I I'm at some point I'm in the market for a legit 1911 45 and. Um, the 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 civilian arms, I think that's what it's called. Um, program is is designed to um, 
is designed to um, promote sport shooting for youth. The, the idea is you, you know, you buy your teenager one of these surplus rifles and they've got programs and competitions to keep them active in the sport of shooting, like skeet shooting and target shooting and long distance shooting. And um, so it's really designed for youth, but anybody who can legally buy a weapon can go through the civilian arms program and purchase surplus rifles, ammunition, parts, um, and like a couple years ago, they just started selling off their surplus 1911s. And that's where I got involved because um, it's a process to get those because they, they, they're releasing them in low quantities to keep the price um, at a certain level. And, right. You know, uh, since these are actual Colt military surplus 1911s, they're being sold as um, um, I don't want to say memorabilia, but kind of like kind of like memorabilia, you know. So, so basically, being a collector's item or something know. like that, yeah. Because we we went to our military went to the Beretta nine millimeter in 1985, and all of the 1911s got put in Cosmoline and stored. Um, and the 1911 has been around since 1911 and our military has used it pretty much from the get go. So there's like millions of 1911s in government custody stored in Cosmoline and, um, which is basically Greece. And, uh, they're, they're rolling out, I think like 8,000 a year through the civilian arms project so they don't flood the market um because they're you know they're selling some of these they don't have any history on each one but you you know they're legit military 1911s but them ones uh you can get pretty cheap um and you know they, they've been offloading those just uh, there's so many of them ones around they've been selling those for years and there's actual stores one in aniston i think closed which we have a military base in Aniston. There's another one, I think in Talladega, a physical store where you can go in and actually purchase the weapon. But you can do it online and have it shipped to your FFA. Um, that's kind of a pain in the ass in my view. I'd rather just go and pick it up and bring it home. But I'm not aware of the stores being anywhere else in the country because um as far as i could tell it's only in alabama and uh so that's kind of that's kind of the background on that the, the how the surplus military armament gets handed over to the civilian side of things and so this government manufactures <clears throat> It manufactures ammunition. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm giving you a cue to pick up where you left off. Yeah, it manufactures... Sorry. Um, I was thinking about thinking about what I was going to say and just totally lost. 
but uh you're yeah, fine it, it, manuf- it manufactures ammunition for 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 the military and what they do is when they have surplus they they sell it to the the uh civilian um and apparently this has been this has been around for like you said it's been around for a while and apparently this is what happened with uh there was a big thing a couple of years ago uh, when Obama was in office. He tried to buy buy back like a bunch of bunch of ammo, mm-hmm. and people went nuts because they were scared to death that you know all that ammo was going to be gone. Um, and uh, I speak from personal experience; it was nuts. Uh, that um you know people were just lining y'all got y'all have this y'all have that um and apparently uh and you quit saying that uh king etchu sketch has decided that uh that it his it's his mission in life to continue this absurdity even though he don't know what the hell is going on <laughs> and um he is they're going to, I guess, shutter the that uh, that program, or at least they're going to try to. Um, mm-hmm. If somebody else has any, you know, if, if they have, you know, something to say about it, I'm sure it, it won't it won't go through. But <laughs> who knows? Um, well, my fear is, like I said. Um, before the show is um several things first of all you've got people out there that self-load okay and you got a lot of hunters out there that are self-sufficient they know how to make the powder they know how to load the ammo they've got all the machines to do it Uh, they've been melting brass down for years um and any gun range will give you their spare brass. And let's face it, we're no shortage. We're no shortage of gun ranges. I can think of two or three right here. You know, yeah, within I'm trying, bike I'm trying, riding distance. I'm, I'm trying to get on, get into one myself. As a matter of fact. So, so what's what what uh, what 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 is what I foresee happening? Is okay. You have extremists on both sides. I admit that. Okay, the left has their extremists, which they're dangerous to a point. But the the right also has their extremists, and the extremists on the right have been quiet for a very very long time. Um, ever since Trump got elected president, the extremists on the right have just been quiet. They've been cool, calm, and collected. Now, they've been vocal about certain things. But one thing from the middle all the way over to the far right you don't fuck with is the Second Amendment. Everybody from center to far right, I don't care if you're a freaking... um, libertarian or or what if if you are anywhere near the right side of the aisle 2a is important 
and um, it covers a diverse group of people. Like, uh, all my black friends carry weapons, all of them. Um, so naturally, they're they're to a they're pro Second Amendment. In fact, I had a recent discussion with a good friend of mine that I used to work with, and we cut up with each other about you know racial stereotypes and shit, you know. And I was like, you know what, man, it's gonna be the Second Amendment that unites blacks and whites, you, you know. That's that's what we need to come together on. You know, fuck slavery, fuck white supremacy, fuck all that. Well, we we need to come together on the Second Amendment. That's something that the inner city black person can get behind. And that's something the backwoods country dude can get behind. It's the Second Amendment. We can unify on the Second Amendment. So you start taking over. They already didn't like this gun law getting passed. Then what you do is you take away the fucking ammunition and then you start, you know, you start passing laws and shit that are just like punishing law-abiding citizens because let's face it, the same argument for Roe versus Wade, it's like, you know, if if abortions are illegal, uh, women are going to go in the back alleys and get them done anyway. Same thing with guns. You outlaw a gun, criminal is going to get one anyway you're not stopping crime at all and uh philadelphia's crime rate went down after the supreme court decision uh about the concealing carry that new york so adamantly against yeah uh their their justified homicide count went way up in other words people started carrying weapons and protecting themselves and uh and that's yeah, good. I, I, I had to love New York's governor getting up there and being like, you know, just this this is just wrong. I'm like, lady, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> it was just it was just funny. <sighs> um, but yeah, I mean, we've had this this law has existed for since the dawn of our country. And because a few crazy people decide to go, I mean, this only happens every couple of years. You ever notice that? Like every couple of years we have, you know, a run on, you know, some person gets amped up on something and decide they're going to go, you know, do this type of thing. I'm I'm not going to get into what causes it. I have my opinions. But uh, this has never been about – they can do this all they want to, but it's only going to make people's resolve about protecting their Second Amendment rights more. Well, it's not – the Second Amendment, and this is where the left gets it wrong. Second Amendment, it isn't about self-defense anyway. That's just a – um, a benefit and um, it is about keeping our government in check and our government knows this that's why they don't want us to have the guns <laughs> Australia uh, when COVID hit and all the lockdowns happened in Australia uh, my Australian friends reached out and said man um, we get it 
we we understand uh, why y'all fight for your guns. Um, you know, we let our shit get taken away from us, and we we have no recourse. We have no protest don't work. We we have no no way to keep our government checked. And I said, well, y'all. I mean, you know, that's what y'all wanted. So, um, but don't force Australian shit onto America. America is a unique country, and that America is is. I've been doing a lot of study in American history and the Revolutionary War recently, you know, surrounding the Independence Day and everything. And uh, this country was different in that we broke away from England, okay, which was which had a ruler that decided everything. There was no voting. There was no, you know. Nobleman could sleep with your wife before you could on your, on your honeymoon. Okay, yeah. I mean in, over in England, you know, which started this, which which is the premise be- behind um that Mel Gibson movie. Right. Yeah, which is the premise. That was a true story, and that was the whole premise behind it. Is you know he he loved his wife. And because he wouldn't let the nobleman sleep with his wife, he wound up killing her. You, you know, and that set that dude off, man. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, here in America, we believe that hey, we are in control. We tell the government what to do. We don't have a king. Okay, that's why we hold elections, and that's why it's, our national election our elections aren't federalized because we're not a democracy. And I'm I'm so sick of that fucking word, democracy. This is not a democracy. It's 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 republic. It's, it's a republic held together by a loose federal government. And every time the federal government gets more control, the less democracy this is, and less republic this is. Okay, if if a little blue hair brat with a fucking bullnose ring in their head uh, doesn't like something, that's their right. They don't like it. But forcing me to like it doesn't help them at all because there's going to be a point in time where that same law. It's like I was telling, I, I tell woke people this all the time, and I said, "Here's the thing, y'all, y'all want to celebrate when white people are no longer the, the majority, you know? You just counting the babies, you know, having all the mixed babies and everything, which I don't have a problem with, but they have this countdown as when whites are no longer the majority." And I just said, finally, when I was so sick of hearing about it, I was I was at Lowe's one day, and I said, I said, motherfucker, what do you think is going to happen when white people are the minority? All these laws y'all got passed to help minorities are going to benefit white people, so white people win again. Dude just looked at me like, holy fuck. I said, yeah, checkmate, motherfucker. I mean, you know, I don't care. Isn't, it, isn't, it, so, isn't it so much fun there. whenever you use logic on somebody like that and their brain explodes? It looked like it was about to. I saw a sizzle happen because <laughs> they don't think about that. I say, you, you, where, what do you think is going to happen when white people are the minority? You know, uh, 
Fuck you. Yeah, it's like, you know, then you start getting, you start getting like, well, yeah, what are you going to do? You're going to start undoing all those laws and put you, put yourselves back in the position you started from? It's like, ding dong, motherfucker. I mean, what are you going to do? So nobody, nobody wins when you play that game. No, nobody. It's like tic tac toe, circle X, circle X. You can do it forever. Mm-hmm. Mutually assured destruction. Does nobody remember that one? Well, that it's that, technically that, not, not, not in. The, it's the wrong. But it's, it's kind of the same. It's, you're painting it's, yourself it's, into a corner is what you're doing. And that's why the Constitution is a perfect document, because it allows for all this if you just let it do its job. And um, I love I, I love Macy Gray. OK, I love her. I, I love her music. I love her voice. And I do think at heart she's a great person. But it was revealed in a recent interview with Pierce Morgan just how uneducated she is. And I felt bad for her. I, know, I wasn't angry at her that she was wrong. I was like, Macy, it's like, damn, somebody needs to sit down and talk to you about what shit means. Um, she wants all the stars of the flags to be different colors because it will represent people, yeah. <laughs> you know. And she's like, you know, when the flag was made, America was different. And, everything. and you could tell by her explaining this to Piers, and he was actually defending the flag. He's like, I've got a Civil War era flag in my office. You know, I think the American flag is, um, is you know, a great symbol, you know. And she couldn't really explain the history of the flag. And I just, it just dawned on me. People don't realize that the 50 stars represent 50 states. They're not people. They're states. 50 states. It's a republic. The red and white stripes represent the uh, 13 colonies. Okay. And uh, the funny thing about it was she couldn't even, she couldn't even name Betsy Ross as the person who, who sewed that Made flag. the original flag, yeah, yeah. So, I just really feel like Pierce could have done a better job of explaining to her what the flag actually meant. Because he seemed to know. He's a fan of it. But I have been I have been on a quest for, and I haven't been very successful to find like as many um, history books as I can about. U.S. history and, and, and there's a good book. I don't know the name of it just yet, but I will find out. It's about the American Revolution and it talks about um, how the, uh, the folks that signed the Declaration of Independence, you know, it wasn't just a happy party for them. But most of them got hunted down by the English and um, murderized. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, yeah, but um, the reason I have been searching for all for stuff book is our history is being rewritten to fit somebody else's narrative. You know, our, our kids are not going to be able to, to 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 know what we were taught in school. They're being taught, you know, 
that we're we're this horrible country where you know we're just a bunch of you know evil people you know and we did horrible things to people and and yeah we did you know but everybody everybody throughout history has Mm -hmm. um it's not just america's evil people were fucking evil throughout history and that's what the constitution did the constitution set out to evolve this country it allowed us to break away america is the only country to fight a war over ending slavery you know slavery most people who enslaved other people uh didn't didn't give up slavery very easily and just decide one day oh this is not for us we it never happened peacefully and the civil war wasn't even necessarily about slavery um about states rights you exactly and every every leader in the confederate army said that they would give up slavery in a heartbeat if it meant protecting the rights of the south and um, Lincoln had to make it about slavery because the North wasn't too interested in fighting the South. It's like, okay, let them, <laughs> let them go. And he's like, no, well, they got slaves down there. Don't you care about slaves? Oh yeah, wait a minute, slaves. Well, yeah, they beat them, and I put, and that's where the narrative started. Yeah, all that shit did happen, but the South was already well on its way beyond slavery, mechanized for agriculture. And everything. Um, most folks who owned slaves inherited them. The market was pretty much not dead, but it was pretty much just on its way out. The slaves were inherited and kept to protect them at that point. And, and the illegal slave trade is where all the really nasty shit happened. And I'm not defending it at all. I think it's horrible on all fronts, but. When you understand the context of history, you understand that our forefathers weren't evil. Um, Thomas Jefferson was in love with one of his slaves and um, had children by her. And um, putting it all in context, you understand that that the United States isn't necessarily inherently evil. It was just people didn't really... Follow. It's different. It was a different time. That's what another other thing that people don't, you know, this was this was the birth. You know, the, the, our country was young. We, you know, we had people that was, you know, figuring this stuff out, and you know, it it changes with every generation. Every generation thinks they know better than the last. You know, <laughs> whether or not they're right or not, history will, you know. Will prove that's what history's for, but um, this this whole gun thing started with with the, the, this uh, story about the closing of this this federal plant started all because of the shooting that happened in in Hyde Park in Chicago on the Fourth of July, and. This thing has so many darn holes. You could drive a Mack truck through it, as far as I'm concerned. First of all, all that they say about the dude that did this, 
the story changes. One minute he wanted to be a rapper. The next minute, oh, well, he lost his job at a, a plant and he was just he was distraught struck and the, the police had him under had him on their radar for a month for months. He threatened to kill his entire family at one point. And, and, and it's like, well, and nobody said anything. If, I mean, no, the official <laughs> word is there was no signs at all that he was a risk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one before, too. I mean, <laughs> but, but I mean, what gets me, you you can set your watch by this stuff. There's got to be some script in a vault somewhere or in a drawer. It can, no, not in a vault, in a, in a, a locked drawer somewhere in some, some room at every, wherever they get this crap from. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Okay, after said said event happens, there's always some person that gets on gets on the news and and they're like, "This is devastating. I can't believe this happened." And there's no emotion. They're not distraught. They're not hysterical. They're not pissed mm-hmm. off. <laughs> If 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 this happened, you know, any rational human being would have mm-hmm. you know, not not calmly saying this has got to stop. It would have been yelling, screaming, "This has got to stop!" Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and I, uh, and it does, well, but it's just like, oh. Uh, Really, people? And then to say, yeah. If we stop celebrating the murderers, like putting his face and name everywhere, I think that would be a first step. Just didn't didn't say anything. If they just made him like, like if you got to say something about it, put him as a footnote at the end of the broadcast. Like, stop making that the first thing that comes out of your mouth whenever you wake you. Start your broadcast day. I mean, we can't get away from it. Every time you turn, even the local news, such and such person got shot on the this block, you know, in such and such place, you know. Um, and then the other dead giveaway is he used a high-powered rifle. Okay, okay. high-powered rifle. What kind of rifle? I mean, you can't. Yeah, what happened to assault style rifle? Um, see that that uh, that even makes the terminology assault rifle. There's no definition of assault rifle. Any rifle, if you commit assault with it, becomes an assault rifle. So by broadening the terminology, when they start making laws and including that broad terminology. You widen the net that scoops up our rights, and um, I mean, yeah. If technically, if if you have a deer rifle, uh, three hundred eight, thirty out six, six uh, two seventy, uh, Creedmoor, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, six five Creedmoor, man. I mean, it ain't, uh, gonna, it ain't gonna be something you gonna go full auto on and kill a bunch of people. But well, none mean, of these, none of these, none of these weapons are full auto. No, that's I mean, but they talk about them like they are. That's what gets me. Well, that that's part of broadening the terminology. See, whenever you whenever you're non-specific. And you have a broad terminology. You can put anything under that broad terminology, like an umbrella. You put the bigger the umbrella, the more you can put under it. I mean, it's just been, and I've noticed this, especially over the last couple of years. You know, people have just gone. Well, I'm not going to say every. I'm not going to loop everybody into this, but um, liberal Democrat. Something has happened to these people. I don't know what they're drinking. I don't know what they're sniffing. Have but <laughs> not see, this is kind of related, you know, about revolt and everything. Because I honestly believe if gun laws get too much more strict, I do think Americans will revolt, and I think it'll be pretty much united. Because um, even the left is after COVID is pretty much pro two A at this point, especially when it comes to concealed carry. Um, but I've been following a story the last couple of days, and I'm kind of mystified by it because I'm I'm not hearing it anywhere in the mainstream, and I'm just wondering. And it and it, like I said, this is related, but not to America. And it goes and it and it goes to two A because you know what happens over in England usually happens here. But did you know or hear that uh, the UK is on the brink of revolution? Did you hear anything about this? No. I can't get any real details, but. Um, There's been 42 resignations in Parliament so far. Their people are th- the citizens are threatening Boris. Um, yeah, John, I couldn't think of old Bo Bojo as a mm-hmm. another friendly podcast calls him. Uh, now he's asking the king, the queen, to sign a special declaration protecting him. Uh, they're on the verge of just fucking everything up over there. And nobody's saying anything about it over here. Of course not. And, uh, uh, journal, uh, uh, by asking her for a snap journal election. But critics of that say that this deluded madness would spark constitutional crisis if Monarch says no. Um, constitutional crisis is a nice English constitutional crisis is a nice polite way of saying, um, we're going to fuck shit up. Um, yeah. And it's weird. Why, why would you ask somebody that, I mean, I don't pay that that much attention to overseas anyway, especially. Yes, sir. Because you know, well, that's what I don't either, because I, anytime we talk about the English monarchy, I'm like, didn't we fight a war to get away from those people? I mean, <laughs> why are we? Why do we care? And uh, you know, we're, this is America. We don't have royalty. We celebrate that. 
Um, so I don't really pay attention to the English anyway, but this this came on my radar, and I'm a little bit concerned about it, to be honest with you, because uh, if England falls into revolt, what's that mean for us? Because like I said, usually English politics is downwind of American politics. So uh, it, it's very fast, and I've been predicting fucking revolt for a while now, and it keeps getting worse, and I'm like, okay, okay, you people don't want to listen to me. You keep voting the wrong way. Uh, it's inevitable. Y- y'all act like you want it to happen. Y- you know. I think you know. they do. They they literally do because they think that you know. I'm sure there's part of this great people. great yeah. reset thing. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not going to go the way they want it to. I mean, well, no, that's, it does go down that's, to that. That's, but that's not what they they think. Because as long as they've got their, they've probably got their little, you know, their little shelters so they can be protected. No, the, and dude, got they, dude, dude, they don't see it coming. They don't see it. I can tell by their rhetoric. They don't care. They're just letting loose. They don't. They think that they're on 100% control, and Americans are just gonna stifle it. They don't see this coming. They have no clue. The press is starting to have an inkling. The press is starting to backpedal a little bit. Mainstream media, whatever you want to call it. I even know CNN's like, maybe we should back off this a little bit. Shit getting real out there. And I mean, uh, Yeah, I mean, the stuff I even flipped over there today, and I mean, they're, they're not really, they're, like, we're not, I mean, they weren't really covering the whole shooting thing that much. Um. Because he's an Antifa snowflake, he doesn't fit the white supremacist narrative that they can box him into. And if they if they do cover it, people he looks like a fucking anime character. He doesn't look real. It's like, what's wrong with your misshapen head, dude? I mean, you look like oh, let's get all shoot up people. It's like an anime Bob Dylan, man. Oh, Highway 69. Oh, guys are taking home right now. Oh, Highway 61. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you hadn't figured it out by now, you might not want to be listening to this in the presence of children of a young age. Uh, mature <laughs> audiences only. Uh, I can no longer control what falls out of my mouth. But <laughs> I just I just wondered if you heard anything. Um, no, about- I I don't don't. I... Well, I will chase down this rabbit hole and hopefully I'll know more uh, by next show. Because um, I really don't know what's going on over there. And uh, it's just just something we need to look at, I think, as as citizens, because um, uh, I think as citizens is something we need to look at because um, I don't think November can come soon enough. I think that's the only way. Um, I think that's the only way 
that we're going to keep peace if the elections go the right direction in November. If that doesn't turn out well, I'm really afraid of what repercussions are going to be. Um, because there's folks right now just angry, and uh, I'm one of them. I mean, uh, you know, when people when stuff gets more expensive, when you got to choose between you know eating and going to work, I mean, <laughs> it it ain't good times. Well, I mean, uh, over over there in the Netherlands. Excuse me, over there in the Netherlands, the farmers are dumping manure, uh, raw manure, onto politicians' uh, vehicles and whatnot. Um, thought that was interesting. I, I look for them to break away from the EU sometime, definitely in the near future. Well, did the they EU, already, yeah, did England has, but not in the Netherlands. Oh, okay, not okay. I mean, during COVID, they were basically, you know, beating the crap out of old people. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there, there, yeah, uh, yeah, there, there is that. <laughs> Which uh, I remember seeing a video of an old lady just getting pummeled. And, um I'm like, damn, that happened in Washington, too, at one point during the peaceful BLM protest. Um, yeah, I, I love their peaceful. Oh, yeah, if I'm throwing a rocket, yeah, top, yeah, it's, you, it's peaceful. You got, you got Anderson Cooper in front of a burning pawn shop. These protests are mostly peaceful. Everything is good. Uh, you got a guy getting murdered in the background behind him. Everything's good here. Uh, Trump's bad. Orange man's bad. It's like uh, COVID understands there's a protest going on and it, it's taking a break and it's not affecting Democrats at all right now. Uh, that's when CNN lost it. I mean, well. That and the uh, the 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 what what got for me is the uh, Ukrainian. Uh, dozens of people have died, and you know you see a bunch of body bags behind this dude, and all of a sudden one of them moves. I know the motherfucker gets over, starts crawling out from under the body bag. And you got the dude over there covering him up real quick. And it's like, no, nah, too late, dude. I already seen this shit. It's like, what are you thinking, man? Say, hey, man, it's getting hot under here. You know what you're saying me yet? Oh, shit. My bad, dude. Let me die again. <sighs> point of, the big big point of this is don't, don't trust everything that a talking head puts in front of you. Like, exactly. You need to, you know, you know, take some initiative and and be, you know, like this doesn't make sense. Why? And the minute you stop questioning why, that's when why? you lose. Look around you. Yeah. So 
you mentioned the Federalist, and that is one yeah. of one of, one of your. You said it was one of your favorite sources. Um, what um, other sources well, do you like to use? I don't. I don't know if it's a favorite, but it's one I do frequent. Um, Golden State Times is another one I like. Um, I'm assuming that's out of California. I don't know where it's from, but it's it's you know it's got a conservative bias to it, obviously. But you know, the other side has a progressive bias to it, so kind of balances things out. The Federalist. That's another one that leans conservative, and again, it helps balance the progressive bias that's in mainstream. And I'll read through, like, um, the Daily Mail and uh, the Guardian, and uh, there is one. can't think of the name of it right off. Uh, but I... I Damn, I can't think of the name of it. Federalist is... Golden State Times is really where I've been reading a lot of stuff lately. Um, just because they're, they're, they're on top of it. I mean, they, they've, you know, they've been on top of a lot of things. And um, I'm going to look for that, uh, that other website I can't think of right off. Um... um. My sources are a little less. Um, I'm just trying to get my feet under me about because I'm not. Used, oh my read. god! Oh my god! Oh my but god! Breaking news! No, <laughs> okay. I posted. I posted a video about how it's the story of how our our national anthem came to be. <laughs> Facebook blocked it. False information. Oh, what the fuck, man I'm trying to get us away from this, man I have nothing to do with the podcast It's something I posted on my Facebook page I know But, well, I haven't ever gotten I guess, I mean, I've gotten like a if it was COVID related stuff would pop up, you know, or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> wow. The, the continued hatred for you um, just blows my mind. Are you talking about Facebook? Yes. And it, well, it's the algorithm. Well, somebody wrote that algorithm. This is my, this was my argument the other day. You know, um, the last show is people talk. Well, it's algos. It's algorithm. Yeah. Well, somebody wrote that thing, okay? And then somebody comes back behind them and and writes it, writes something else to it, or changes it, or whatever. You know, it, it all depends on their agenda, what they want the public to see and not see. So, you know. Because they're they're trying to, to to influence everybody. That's what this whole thing is. It's just a big, you know. It's not about well, I I made this pretty thing and I want to show it off. Here's my 
family pictures. We had a great time. That's not what it's about. It stopped being about that a long time ago. It's can we get what can we get in front of these people that's going to get them so riled up that they will go out and vote the way we want them to vote. You know, it's mind control. It's, it's all it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and mind control, propaganda, whatever, however you want to spin it. It's, it that's the guy that owns Facebook. He he doesn't live in the real world. None of these mean, guys do. You mean Mark Zuckerberg? Or as I like to call him, uh, Zucker douche. <laughs> Zucker douche. Zucker douche. Because he doesn't. None of the, the okay. He was a billionaire at a young age, and he got he probably started people started talking to him and stuff, and you know you you get influenced and and you don't at one at a certain point you don't control your you don't control your own mind you just do what people tell you i mean he may be a smart person but he he's not you can just look at him and tell he's just not i mean if you if you saw the the hearings that they did um, where all the Senate was asking him questions, he, he looked like he was a deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't know. Like, and how often do you see that mofo in public? As rich as he is. <laughs> well, Bill Gates was a normal guy until the pie hit him. I mean, that should tell you something right there. I mean, our own president doesn't even know about working class people. He doesn't under he does he has no clue. He's never had a real job in his entire life. <laughs> and yeah. that is, you know <laughs> that that's they they're People are talking about, well, they're out of touch with reality. He's out of touch. With, yeah, he is. He, he, I mean, they were talking about it today um, on um, on Fox. I was just passing through and happened to, I mean, the commentators on there are starting to go, well, he doesn't, he, he, he's literally going, where am I? What was I doing? What am I doing here? And the media has you know, the media's been covering that up for it, but they're not doing that anymore. <laughs> and, and, and it's it's just, and, and then these these people like Zuckerberg that get that get all this money, and and they don't, you know, I, I'm not opposed to somebody being a billionaire. I'm not opposed to somebody have anybody being rich. That ain't the point. Yeah, but being smart, you know, being smart and 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 being uh, you know, responsible and just using common sense. Something Mm -hmm. about these people when they get get extreme, like uber wealthy, common sense just goes out the window. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if there's something in the water in Silicon Valley. 
you know, because um, it didn't used to be this way, you know, when when technology before technology got really, you know, big. They, I mean, they would this stuff would happen, but you didn't hear about it. You didn't see, it. and then the internet, you know, the internet gave everybody a window into all this stuff. So the in order to keep up with the times, you know, the media has to cover it because, you know, well, that's what everybody's talking about. Twitter is more important uh, um, to these people than actual news. Which I haven't I was keeping up with the whole uh, what Elon Musk is doing to Twitter today. Mm hmm. But I lost track of it. Um, so. Oh, wow. Got away from. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's going to be a shakeup at some point. It's going to be, it's not going to be pretty. And you're going to see a lot of people running for the hills or crying in their beer. And I'm not real sure if, if if most of them are going to be Republicans. <laughs> I think a lot of them are going to be Democrats, old Democrats. <laughs> well, I would just have to see what happens in November. Um, Post Millennial is another website that uh, I frequent. We're starting that out there. Um, couldn't think of the name of it until I can. No, I don't have any. I don't think of anything that I frequent. Uh, our local newspaper, which is the Clarion Ledger, um, I occasionally will look at that. Um, the Hill. Um, the Daily Mail, um, uh, I used to follow like Slash Dot and, and and Ars Technica religiously to a certain when back in the day. I don't even do that anymore. I just why not? Um, just because they don't. You know, it used to be about technology, and now it, they just, you know, all, all they talk about is the latest smartphone or the latest, you know, gadget. It's more gadget focused than actual technology. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, I'm always yeah. I'm always. In, you mean um, they they focus on uh, cell phones more than anything? Cell phones, Apple Watch, cell phones, smartwatches. And to uh, be perfectly honest, that's why I quit watching Twit or all of the Twit shit is because it came nothing but a cell phone review shit. And like, all right. 
um, this week in tech. Those were the days, man. Yeah, Delia started being a fucktard, and then that was another reason I quit watching it. It's like I can't support this dude, man. He's a douche. That's just the truth of the matter. I mean, I don't know if you know what went down there in that situation yeah, or not. I, I've, 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 I've heard all the stories. It doesn't play. It doesn't pay his employees. Oh well, I'm just talking about what he did to his wife. That too. Yeah. I remember that very well. In fact, the the um somebody one of his disgruntled people put put it out over the air. His is that what happened? Day. I thought it was an accident. <laughs> no, it wasn't an accident. Wow. Maybe he should think about paying people. I don't like how he treated what's your name. Who's that? Girl that used to work uh, Amber, Amber, uh, was it Amber? Amber, I think it was Amber. I can't remember her last yeah. name. Kevin Rose dated her for a minute. Yeah. Um, Sarah Lane. Yeah, Sarah Lane. That's I don't it. like how Leo treated her. He's just real bitchy towards her. I just, I just didn't like it. She was always very. Cordial. And I'm like, say something to that asshole, man. Damn. No, you ain't getting paid. <laughs> Wonder what she's doing now. Is she still there? I don't think anybody who was originally there is there anymore. I mean, I haven't looked at it in years. I used to watch uh, watch a couple of his shows every, you know, at least once a week, but not anymore. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. uh, I came across this. Before we change the subject, okay. let's just have one question I've always been curious about, but I have not found the answer. What happened between Dvorak and Leo? I don't know. So like one uh, minute he was up, Dvorak one Dvorak won't minute. talk about it. Something happened, but Dvorak yeah. just chooses not to talk about it. I've always been curious. I, if any, I don't know. I, okay. I, heard, I, was, I, I was just curious because it was just all of a sudden. I have a feeling it might have something to do with Dvorak's association with Adam. Because uh, Leo does not like Adam at all. Well, because well, I mean, never mind the fact that Adam has called basically called out Leo <laughs> several times. Um, so. Well, I think Adam has the right to. I mean, yeah, you know. but I—it's uh, just—it's sad. It used to be so <laughs> different. I mean, you're not entitled to your opinion anymore if you if you have an opinion, you know, that's not somebody else's, you know, if you're not in lockstep, you know. Something about California, man. 
Um, I mean, I would like to visit there one day, but I would not want to live there. Just saying. Yeah. So I didn't mean to dislodge your thought process. I was just, I just wanted to ask that if you knew anything. Um, nope. I, I, I have not, I have not heard anything. I haven't, and I remember like one minute he was on, you know, on a show on Twit, and next minute he well, hasn't been. So, of course, like I said, I haven't watched Twit in years. So, um, and it was kind of at the forefront of whole podcasting um, video revolution thing uh, many, many mm-hmm. years ago. Um, I haven't looked at it since. Um, so, mm. there's that. I um, oh. was looking looking around uh, for stories and for things to talk about today. And I came across something we don't talk about very much. I, I kind of wanted to, you know, take a page from uh, from the bug cast. And it's in its uh, origins here. Um, I found something called a magnetic tape uh, recorder. Well, it's not a. It's apparently used for for language and and uh, for teaching people or something like that. And it got turned into a recording um, instrument. Uh, that uh, people use. Uh, apparently, it was most recently used in the uh, in a movie, which I have not seen, called Baby Driver. Um, don't know what it's about. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Um, but it's a very interesting device. It basically. Um, Kind of makes you sound like you're uh, kind of far away, I guess. Like it's a, it's like uh, uses a certain speed uh, and and has a really interesting effect. And I I thought I was like wow this I never knew about this this is uh, pretty interesting. Um, and it's basically taking a like a plastic card. And sticking and sticking, sticking, sticking it in the machine, and it plays at a certain speed, and it just makes a really interesting noise um, that people like, I guess, for for recording purposes, I guess, for distance vocals or something like that, maybe is is all I could tell, you know. Um, so I suppose you want my input on this? Yeah. Um, I have no interest. <laughs> really? Yeah. And not because the technology. It's because of hipsters. Um, there is a genre out there in in electric electronic music called lo-fi. Mm-hmm. 
And it's the exact opposite of hi-fi. But what they really mean is analog. They don't want to call it analog because that's too big of a word. So we'll just call it lo-fi. And uh, their mission in life is to take these bizarre machines and make beats with them. It's all about beats. What could I use besides the Roland 909 drum machine to make beats with? And uh, granted, the original 909 RT. Is it RT? No. Anyway, the original 909 is like $15,000, something something ridiculous like that. And it... uh, it was only a couple hundred dollars back in the day when rap music was um, new. And uh, a lot of the rappers used it to make their their beats before sampling became a thing. And um, it has the classic bass drum. that it's It's an open bass drum, which really... Is that nice classic, you know, thump, you know, when it rattles your car trunk and all that. And um, there's been, uh, was that an article or a video that you sent me earlier? It was, uh, I sent both. Uh, the article I found uh, just uh, pure luck. Um, Hackaday, right. Hackaday is the name of the website. Now, did did you watch the video? Yes, I did. Okay. I want to make some guesses right now. <laughs> I, I want to make some assumptions. Okay. Uh, long-haired dude in the beard with glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, he's surrounded by a bunch of old shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's kind of talking up the how cool this device is. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm not interested. I mean, uh, this this motherfucker probably looks like um glasses or no? Glasses, glasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured he had glasses. He probably looks like some fucking Berkeley college professor or something. Talks with Quite the German. Talks with the German accent. Oh, well, well, German doesn't surprise me. Sort of, I guess. Um, uh, uh, I'm just guessing on some of these videos I've watched before. Either that or he's a young kid with 80s hip-hop attire on, like with chains and fucking hat on sideways, um, like he's a break dancer or something. One of the two. And it's just annoying that, that there's a type of person that, that's, you know. Well, trends you know. come and go, you know. I mean. Yeah. Um, something that I've been trying to get my hands on. Because um, I'm, I'm a connoisseur. Um, but more, my instrument is the bass and the guitar. Um, stringed instruments, mainly. Um, hang on. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, excuse me, I don't have a cough button, so y'all have to pardon me. Um, so my approach, I don't really care about recording drum beats or, or keyboards. Uh, damn. Uh, welcome to the South, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't really care about recording beats or keyboards. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Uh, my primary focus is analog technology, but getting the highest quality out of it. Uh, hang on, get hit. Uh, I think they went an eyeball. Well, pick it back up. We're doing a show here. You kind of need it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really need the eyeball for the show. Uh, But, uh, again, I apologize for the rudeness. uh, Welcome welcome to this weekend, How to to Blow Crap Out of Your Body. Uh, both analog and and uh, <laughs> uh, we won't get into the differences right now. Let's save that. But um, my approach is more hi-fi analog. Okay, mm-hmm. high quality. Well, like I said the other night when we were talking, you know, my approach to audio equipment has always been from a well-off teenager in the 70s. You know, what would he have access to if he had a little bit of money? He wasn't, like, uber-rich, so he could afford some of the rare shit. But he had money to buy high-end stuff. And, what you know, what what, what was his setup look like? And that's kind of my approach. Um, Hi-fi, tube, um, analog, Tape is the preferred method of recording. Vinyl is the preferred method of listening. But I tell you what I've been kind of... uh, There's several things I've been kind of in the market for. One of them is the the Your... um, I think it's the 4000 miniature reel-to-reel tape recorder. It's called the Reporter 4000, I think. And the reason it's called the reporter is because it was what was used before. It was it was class of device used by reporters before the micro micro cassette was invented. I love the micro cassette. That's one of that might be my favorite medium besides the mini disc. But um, I used to. I used to bug telephones with fucking micro cassettes and shit, man. I I used to be. My friends would come to me for all the geeky shit. It's like, hey, man. But yeah, what do you need? I need you to tap this phone, man. All right, I'm a little Sony micro recorder. I got it at a yard sale. Had a cassette, had shit, you know, tied into the phone line and shit, hid the shit in the drawer. Oh, they, my friends love that shit, man. They, they busted so many people, lying to them and shit. It backfired on me, but I'll get into that later. Uh, but the micro cassette came later, 
then there before was the uh the micro reel to reel it takes these little four inch three and a half four inch tape reels and the reel to reel itself is about the size of a book and the reporter would carry that around with a microphone and you know get the quote of the get the sound bite of the day and you're made sony made one um and you'll find this uh very fascinating um have you ever watched the series um god uh, about the fbi profiling something uh, mine something mine hunter yeah you ever watched yeah. that show I've watched, I've seen some of it. I've never finished it. Have you ever seen the opening? Yes. You know that little cassette recorder that they that they, that they show in the in the beginning? Yeah. That is a very very rare, highly sought after mini reel to reel tape player, and it's a Sony, and I've been looking for one for years. And like I say, Euro makes one. It's a German company. Sony is probably they're probably equal in quality. You know, you got German and true Japanese electronics. Um, I would say they're equal in quality. But um, it's got the analog VU meters on it and everything. And uh, the Euro has the same thing. But the Euro is a stereo is a mono. Whereas the Sony is a stereo. That's why it has the two VU meters. Um, as a guitar player, I never really needed to record directly in stereo. So the Euro was always kind of the uh, the version that always piqued my interest. But the Sony is stereo, and it's got the cool double VU meters, and it's got the... the um, the the uh, lucite co- clear cover, you know, and uh, it's just aesthetically it looks cool. But that's a class of recorder that uh, I've always thought really be cool to have because they're so small. Like if I go to a friend's house and we jam or whatever, I don't have to, you know. Of course, everybody knows I've got the Pioneer RT twenty twenty. Uh, 2024 actually, and it's a four track, four channel, you know, but it weighs a thousand pounds. There's no way I could just carry that over to a friend's house. It's got the 10 inch reels on it. But if I had a little recorder like that, um, it'd be kind of cool because it was designed to be portable. Um, but before tape, there was a thing called a wire recorder, and it just just like instead of a tape, it had a wire with the magnetic material on it. And you put a spool of wire on one side of the reel and you run the wire through like a thread, like a yarn. And it would it would take up on the other empty reel. And Hitler actually used one of these um, as a delay during World War Two. That the sound quality was so accurate was such high quality that the allies had no clue what the hell was going on because um they knew that it wasn't a live broadcast but they 
didn't have any understanding that it could possibly be a recording because they weren't aware that recording technology of that quality existed. But uh, through this wire recorder, um, he was able to delay broadcasts and throw the allies off about certain um, information that, that he wanted to be released and whatnot. It let them, by tracing the radio signals, they, they, he led the allies to believe he was in one place when he was actually in another place. And, you know, they triangulate the the radio broadcasts and everything. My friend used to do that with CB radio. Uh, he used to triangulate their position through his CB and we'd go out cruising. Like, you know, somebody would start talking shit on Channel 8. That was before the internet. You know, you go out cruising, you had the CB in your car. Everybody around here would be on Channel 8, and it was like a party line. And every now and then somebody would talk shit. Well, he knew how to triangulate that signal and go right to their house. And we put up on this girl's driveway one time. Um, Dixie heartbreaker was her handle and she was talking all kind of shit to, to my buddy brian and he showed up in her driveway and we saw her looking out the window and she, she'd get on the cb and fucking freak out because she was there by herself while our mom was at work and she just talked shit on the radio but uh we thought that was hilarious he figured out how to do that but uh, that's how the Germans threw the Allies off in one way. I mean, they did obviously other shit, but having high-quality recordings like that via this wire recorder, um, and they, they took off for a while after the war, like in the early 50s and whatnot, but tape became, you know, the supreme medium of choice once it became available. But uh, wire recorders, you can still find them, but they're rare and they're interesting. I mean, I wouldn't record anything as a novelty, you know, like like the little the micro reel to reel that I was talking about. Um, that's actually could serve a practical purpose if you like recording to tape, which I do. Um, I I do like recording to tape versus digital. Um, it just has a uh, an organic feel to it that digital just doesn't have and i i record a lot of stuff digital but you listen to it just uh, okay it's a recording it doesn't have like the feel that uh that tape has tape has a feel like some effort went into it you know and it it does it, you know you do have to have a little bit of effort to um get a good recording on the tape because you know that's when you can't adjust your levels and post you know uh yeah have everything good up front and then record and then listen and it's like oh should i do all this over again because this is too loud or that's not loud enough or whatever you know but this lo-fi shit really just doesn't interest me because i'm not about beat making or electronic music in general and number two, the hipsters. It's like I still I started collecting records when I was a teenager. I mean, when I could still buy records at at the music store. And I remember I walked into um, Music Land where one of my brother's friends worked, and 
It was at the mall. And I remember one day going in there, one weekend going in there, and it was all vinyl records and everything, and just spending hours looking through them all. Then the next weekend I went in there, it was all CDs, and the vinyl records were gone. And I thought my world had come to an end because I was like, wow, where did all the records go? And they were just talking the CDs up, like, oh, this is a new thing. It's optical, and it doesn't hiss or skip or scratch, you know, blah, 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 small. <laughs> Excuse me, and I'm like, uh, I don't have anything to play this on. So I'm going to go buy yeah, new equipment. Yeah, well, every technology, I remember when, well, it's a little before my time. I don't remember getting into CDs until I was a teenager, but... Um, I mean, I, I had a record player as a kid. I wish to hell now I could remember. What yeah, we, model. we talk about it from time to time. As a matter of fact, what model it was, cause I'd love to have one, but yeah, it, it because it was one of those, it was a receiver, seventies, eighties, poopy Brown, that, that much oh, I do poop. remember about it. Poopity Brown was that was the in color back then, man. I mean, um, the 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 um, I mean, I know that's a kind of gee, what a term, but literally, yeah, everybody knows what Poopity uh, Brown looks like, man. <laughs> I bet you that dude uh, on the video with the lo fi thing you're talking about, I, I bet you his sweater's Poopity Brown. No, um, but anyway. Uh, this was a combination. <laughs> this had, this had your stare, your phonograph, your tape, uh, tape yeah. deck. And was then, it an eight-track uh, tape deck? Well, it had a regular, it had a regular tape deck, and then in the middle, it had a four, uh, had an eight-track. Nice. And it also had a stereo, it had a uh, AM/FM stereo, or AM/FM built into it tuner. Um, yeah, man. I would love to have one of those, but yeah, I don't man. know how, where you find, I, I, I mean, I'm, you and I were talking about it one day and you're like, dude, they made a bunch, you're like, what model? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, well, they made like a bunch of those, man. Yeah, they made a butt ton of them, man. I mean, was Magnavox <laughs> made them, Kenwood made them, Pioneer made them, Sony made them. Well, it was the, it was the Pioneer. Uh, Okay. Well. Pioneer silver. Uh, yeah. Wood grain. Did it? Did it have a blue? Uh, blue meter, blue letters. Uh, on uh, no it LED. Was, uh, or was it no, it was. Green? Uh, it was. Um, I guess what you would consider white. Uh, uh, talking about the backlight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably before the LEDs came in. So my stereo's got the blue LEDs, the blue backlighting, and it's seventy uh, nine, I think. So you're probably talking about early seventies, maybe mid seventies at the latest. That's old. Considering yeah. it had the eight track, I'm 
I'm I'm almost willing to bet that that's that's early seventies. Yeah. Um, I mean, see, my shit. My mine's a component system, and uh, they track for it, um, which I have not acquired. I've got the tape deck, um, but I do not have the eight track. Uh, but it was all it was component. The components were all sold sep- as separate units, so you can, you know, the tuner's one thing, the amplifier's one thing, the phonograph's another thing. Tape decks, another thing, and um, I don't like the the stand that my stereo is in. That's why I don't have the tape deck hooked up to it. Um, I just I just don't like it. I paid three hundred dollars for it, and it was absolute garbage. Um, I'll probably make one at some point whenever I get a house, because I you know. I'll probably have this stereo in my in my bedroom, and then everything I you know, or I might have it in the living room. It just depends on if I have a TV in the living room or not. If I have a TV in the living room, then no. But uh, this will probably be the centerpiece of the living room. Yeah, I mean, I would like to, like I said, I would love to have one, but I also understand the value of components myself um but i don't want to spend i just i've been i've been looking at these things i've been trying to get into the digital uh both cds and um cds and records i appreciate the value of both um Mm -hmm. there's some there's some there's a lot of people that hate on like if, if you talk to CD collectors, they hate on on vinyl people. If you talk to vinyl people, they hate on CD people. It's it's like the format wars. Just <laughs> um, just haven't ever stopped. I mean, I guess they went went away a little bit when the MP3 came in, but. Yeah, I, the MP3 is a love-hate thing for me. Um, that's not how I listen to music m- most of the time. But high bit rate lossless. I'm three twenty. I can. That's my limit. Like, and what I mean by three twenty, that's the bit rate at which at which the the file is encoded. Um. But uh, like if you get down to 120, 120, uh, eight, forget it, yuck. Mm-hmm. Um, lossless formats like FLAC, good, but yeah. they take they take up a lot of space <laughs> on your on your media. So, um, cause there's a lot of a lot of artists will sell FLAC versions of their of their music. Um, yeah, yeah. Neil Neil Young is notorious about that, but he's also very anal about what his music was. Yeah, playing on. Neil Young. Who? <laughs> Neil I mean, but he well, he tried to come out with his own player, which I thought was funny. Well, you know, he's back on Spotify quietly. 
Yeah, of course he is. So are the rest of them. It's like we we know we all knew that was just please. I don't care old, how old they get. They still care about money. They still care about them royalty checks, man. I'm sure they do. I mean, sure. It probably ain't what it used to be, which is probably why a lot of older older musicians are selling their guitars, but. Well, you know, Eric Clapton sold his guitars, but for a very different reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I'm still having a hard time believing that David Gilmore sold his guitars. Um, that's his 20, $21 million guitar collection at the end of the day. I'd like to have his signature Stratocaster at some point. Because that's what he uses now. He said it's just as good as the original. Did did he ever have a uh, signature, you know, uh, assuming you mean by signature, there's actually a model that people can buy? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, the the Black Strat. Uh, yeah, it's not cheap because it's you know, but uh, look it up real quick. Yeah, one of my favorites is uh, Adam Adam uh, Jones of Tools, uh, Gibson, uh, Silver, Silver Tone, or I think this is a different name, but absolutely beautiful guitar. But man, is it expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's had two, a couple of different versions. Um, and of course, I'm all, I'm a big Neil Sean fan, but I couldn't. I mean, his are you're looking at four grand, easy. Oh yeah. So. But yeah, I'm I'm getting back I'm getting back into the old stuff that I used to be into that I wish I'd never gotten around, gotten rid of, you know, when I was young and dumb and didn't think I needed oh, I don't need this anymore. I've got digital, you know. Um, mm. All of a sudden, now I want all that stuff back. I've already started collecting. Uh, picking up some CDs. I don't have anything to play them on, but um, other than a computer um, or a, in my case, a PlayStation. Uh, but one day I will, I will have, I will have one uh, for this very, very reason and i want to have you know i don't care how many copies of stuff that i have you know i can have the digital format but i'm also going to have the cd and i'm going to have because if i lose one i always got the other that's right if you lose one 
You'll always have the other. Uh, I mean, yes, uh, people, you know, do have started, you know, getting rid of all their movies and stuff. Oh, I've got iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Or (laughs) Netflix. Well, if, if net, you know, Netflix doesn't have that movie and you want to watch that movie, you're, you're just out of luck. (laughs) Or you put it on your list and think, well, you know, it'll be there. I'll watch it, you know, later. And a month goes by, and you go to look for that movie, and oh, it's not there anymore. When is it coming back? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like all my old TV shows, this is another reason I hate Netflix. The original Hawaii Five O, The Rockford Files, Magnum PI, Emergency, all these TV shows I grew up with, and I want to watch them as an adult, you know, just because you, you know. You have a different perspective. Uh, you know, you have the kid perspective when you when you're a kid. And then as an adult, you go back and watch it. It's it's like a completely different show. Yeah, they're all gone. You know, we don't. Well, that's why you don't rely on. Uh, it's one of the reasons I started buying uh, buying a lot of. I have a lot of these older TV shows that I grew up on. Um, on on dvd or blu-ray now um yeah mine for that very reason uh i most recently got morgan mindy uh the complete series which uh that was i don't remember watching that show a lot as a kid but just because it had it was the only time only tv series robin williams was everybody remembers him for other than his comedy or his movies. So I was like, Hey, you know, and it was, it was a good deal. I'm a deal. You know, I watch for, for, for sales and stuff like that. Um, so it, it was a good, a good price. And I'm get, you know, I, I've gone after a lot of eighties TV shows that I've grown up, grown up on, um, Dukes of Hazzard, which good luck getting that. Yeah, mine. They won't even put that on broadcast TV anymore. Gee, I wonder why. Because it's generally. Knight Rider, uh, Airwolf. DA Team. Which is also available. It just recently came out on Blu ray. I don't have it yet. Very nice. What did you think about the 18 movie that came out a few years ago? Um, it was good. Um, it, it was in the spirit. I always kind of, it, it kind of reminds me, it's not an exact duplication of their, but, but, but it's definitely in the spirit of, the, my only complaint is I did not like the guy that played Mr. T. It was kind of or played you like B. the B. guy Baracus, that played who? played B.A. Baracus. Oh. Um, I said Mr. Why, T. Why not? Just because it didn't, it just wasn't right. I mean, like he had uh, this weird thing, like when he gets introduced, on one hand he has pity, and on the other hand he has tattooed fool. And it's just like, Okay, that's a little too on the nose. 
Um, okay. Uh, and it just, it wasn't, I'm like, that's not, I don't like that, you know. Um, plus, I mean, Bradley Cooper's face was kind of interesting. Um, Liam Neeson as, as uh, Hannibal was, uh, that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, to an, I mean, None I of like the original, Bradley Cooper. None of the original cast members, well, all of them made an appearance in one way or the other. The guy that played uh, played Hannibal on the original TV show is, had passed away mm. by the time the film was done. But um, um, the guy that played Murdoch shows up at the very end. Um, mm. The guy that played uh, Face shows up in one scene uh the only one that didn't have wouldn't have anything to do with it was mr t he didn't want he didn't want anything to do with it so why is that did he ever say uh i don't remember exactly Um, i'm sure he had his reasons And he, he, uh, um, I, I watch a lot of stuff like that. I mean, I just recently, speaking of Bradley Cooper, I just recently watched. I know, I don't. You did want to talk. You oh. wanted to talk about this, and I was wondering when it was going to come up. So go, go for it. Um, I one of the st- in order to to add something to our, I'm going to try to, you know, make make some of these things interesting and. About every other week, I'm going to try to talk about a movie or something. You know, it doesn't have to be old. It doesn't have to be new. It can be old or it can be obscure. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't watch movies like necessarily when they first come out unless it's something that really grabs my attention. I have yet to see Avatar. I have yet to see Avatar, too. I have no. I have no desire to ever watch it. <laughs> I don't. He, James Cameron, in my opinion, has lost his ever-loving mind. Okay, I'm just done. But that uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I just uh, pick up things and at the and I'm this way with just about everything. I will listen to something or see something, and it won't hit me right away. Like uh, I'm not real. Not really into that right now. Eh. Um, and then a couple of, like, anywhere from a couple of months to a couple of weeks to a couple of years, in this particular case, um, I will pick something up. And it's like, well, everybody's talked about this, and I just never got around to it. So I went and I picked up The Hangover, which has um, Bradley Cooper, uh, Zach Galifianakis, um, I can't remember the other guy that's in it. <laughs> but anyway, this is your typical like college. It's a guy, it's a guy movie. It's yeah, college frat boy. <laughs> but they're like, not in college. They're, it's about a dude yeah. about to get married. So. Married, yeah. But it has that feel of you know. The, the last, you know, 
it's a guy movie. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're about to get married. We're going to do guy shit for a weekend, you know. And then, you know, you don't rem- you don't remember what you did, you know, you know what happens that you go to Las Vegas and, you know, and then they, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, it's they don't remember anything that they did. <laughs> um and it's it's just crazy. I, I my my only complaint about this movie, well, one of my biggest ones was why is it every time I see Zach Galifianakis, why do I have to see his ass in, in underwear with no with no butt? Now <laughs> you understand my complaint with Walter White and Breaking Bad. <laughs> the first few seasons of that motherfucking show, that dude was in his loose whiteies. And uh, I saw fucking, like, dude, you're a chemistry teacher. Fucking make some thread and get dressed. I mean, come on. <laughs> I still have yet to watch that show. I know, I know, I know. I don't really think you're missing out on a whole lot. In fact, if you want to go into a, uh, a TV series like that, that's already had its run. Um, I think the wire is more fitting to like. <laughs> I, one of my relatives absolutely loves the wire. It's uh, a great show. It, it's I, a, I bought him a book about it for Christmas. <laughs> it's a matter it of is. fact. Well, there's nothing wrong with that because it is a great show. Um, you will understand so much about. Baltimore politics that it is is absolutely mind boggling. And it was before where we're at today. You know, it was early in the twentieth century, you know, and um twenty first century actually. And um by watching it then and seeing what happens now, you're kinda like Wow, totally not surprised. In fact, the podcast you recently uh, came on board with references to Wire quite a bit in in his discussion. Um, That would be uh, Mo Fax. It took me a minute. Like I said, things have to hit me just the right way at the right you know well like I said I I listen to anything Adam Curry does um I've been a huge fan of his since I was a kid and I've been on board with um no agenda since the very beginning I've, and, uh, and uh, I've taken break. I've listened to that show probably as long as you have. I've taken breaks from it every once in a while because eventually there are certain things that I can listen to it for for forever. But at a certain point, like something will just hit a nerve, and I'm like, okay, I'll put this aside for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, we've had discussions. I, I mean, I used to. Um, you can't find it anymore because I took it down. But 
Back when I had my YouTube channel, um, I, I went on a one I, I this channel. All I basically did was look at something, observe it, get on YouTube, and basically either praise it or throw an absolute hissy fit about it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Before it was, it was. Uh, uh, fashionable to throw an absolute hissy fit about shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, I don't think he ever saw this because I didn't get any attention about it. I didn't say anything. Nobody said anything. Mm. But I I went off on Mr. Curry, at least because he was the kind of complaining about their donations. Or the lack uh, yeah, I, I remember that, and uh, I was a little bit offended, but I wasn't going to yell at you about it because that's your opinion. Um, I was disappointed that you felt that way because, like I said, I'm a huge Curry fan, and uh, I am as well. It's just that particular. It went on and on for so long that I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> I mean, this was back before, you know, this was a really big deal. I mean, it's not like it was, it's not like it is now where everybody and their brother has a podcast and everybody and their brother has to make money doing it. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. yeah. I wish we could jump on that gravy train at some point. Hopefully we will. Um Speaking of Gravy Train, if you would like to donate to the Geek vs. Geek podcast and help yours truly and his co-host, Gio, you can donate by reaching out to us on our Facebook page, Geek vs. Geek. Yes, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is way to sneak in a native... Uh, uh, dude, <laughs> you, you, you should be in radio. Oh, wait, you are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, um, if you reach out to us on our Facebook page, we will, um, you know, Gladly let you know. Accept. Yeah, there's no real mechanism. I've been trying to find a way to, to put people could you know but unless you're donating to a charity you can't put a button on a facebook page stupid um so i'm working on alternative which you would think wouldn't take this long but i'm doing this the hard way folks i ain't cheating as, as much as i uh I mean, I used to, uh, I went to school to be a programmer. I still fancy myself being a programmer. HTML kind of falls into that realm these days. Um, or at least I think it does. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, if anybody wants to drop us a line and, you know, say, hey, you know, I really enjoy your show or... You know, tell us what, you know, tell us off. You know, this is what I don't like. And be respectfully, don't like. Yeah, uh, tell us off, but be very English about it. 
Um, do, do you? Somebody played this skit, and I wanted to put it up on our Facebook page at some point, because I but I don't know where to find it. There's a, uh, a Monty Python, or not? It's not Monty Python. It's uh, John Cleese of Monty Python. Mm. Um, talking about people being upset in the way they react or whatever. Um, they they played it on no agenda uh, at one point. And I always wanted to find it because I thought it was so funny. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't remember that right off. Um, but yeah, if 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 anybody, you know, I want to encourage people to engage with us. And I mean, I know our it's it's on Facebook. I'm trying to correct this. Um, I don't think anybody in our audience is complaining about Facebook. I think that's just us. Pretty much. Um, But I'm just putting it out there. Um, Okay. I I like being independent, self, you know, self-starter, self-reliant. But we have day jobs. Do we? Do we have well, day jobs, Gio? Well, one of us does. Yeah. Currently, and the other one's working on it. But um, you know, we both have lives. We both, you know, so and and as, as you know, as as my buddy points out, uh, religiously, to do this is not easy. It's not cheap. And in order to make this uh, this show better, we need we need the support. So if you get something out of this, no matter what it is, you know. Well, like just off the top of my head, um, one, two, I could really use like three or four pieces of hardware that that I don't have right now. It would make playing clips a lot easier um it would um greatly improve the audio quality but uh as it stands right now between the two of us we're looking at a couple thousand anyway um between microphones and interfaces and software that i've had to purchase um your hardware on your end i spent three hundred dollars on a interface and um and a micro uh well the microphone came with the the interface but the stand uh and that was a nightmare for you that stand yes i had to i had i still have the one that didn't work um because i just never took it back but yeah, it was it was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. and and it's basically because of my lack of experience. I'll admit. Oh um, yeah. yeah, I'm new to the audio as much as I love audio and love have for years. It's just it's it's been a slow. There, there's been years where I don't pick up. I don't mess with this stuff, and it's something that I like to do. Um, it's just I don't have the room. For 
pieces of audio gear everywhere. Um, right, right. I mean, I'm not, I don't, uh, I'm not alone, and I can't just, uh, you know, have stuff the way I want it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, point of the matter is, or point of, point of, point is that if, if y'all get something out of this, we need money. We, we know. Well, it doesn't have to be money. It can be encouragement. It could be. Or if you want to donate some hardware that you have laying around, uh, get up with us. And if it's something that we need, we'll take it. Um, it will go to a good home. Uh, yeah, because like I said, there's a there's at least three or four pieces of hardware I could really use to make things a lot better. Um, but you know. One of them's like two or three hundred dollars, the other one's like six, seven hundred dollars. Um, I mean, just don't have that money right now. And if y'all enjoy the show, if you're listening at this point, episode hey, did we ever <laughs> did yes, we ever we announce did. the episode number? Yes, it was it's eighteen. It's, it's eighteen. Yeah, I was gonna remind yes. you of that. <laughs> yes, I know. That is that has become a thing for the show, like does he remember what episode we're on? I wonder how many people have money betting on that when they open the show. <laughs> Is he going to get it right this time? Uh, I've, I've messed it up a couple times, so I'm not, you know. Um, I get so lost in the editing and the production and shit, I, I don't even... Uh, when it goes to when you're filling out the form for the upload, and it says, you know, what episode, and I'm like... What what episode? So I got to go back to the masters and figure out. Oh, that's the last one recorded. So that one's seventeen. So it's got to be eighteen. Hopefully, I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we uh, we've actually messed messed up uh, at least once doing that, and, and called the show <laughs> number the, something different, and and, and, it, and it like drove you crazy. <laughs> well, we, we left it in. Um, it was a mistake. If anybody caught it, nobody said anything. Thank you. And if you did catch it, leave a comment on our Facebook page and let us know that you caught it. I mean, we're we're like uh, eighteen episodes in here, and uh, it's it's just uh, it's crazy. We is so wild, man. We start we started doing this on Facebook live. And it was really getting popular too on the Facebook. We had a lot of people tuning in, man. <sighs> Someday we might have to revisit that. But maybe well, I'd like to I'd like to simulcast at some point. Um but like I said, I don't I I'm juggling enough right now trying to keep all of this together. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the next, just for those out there, um, what my plan is, and I think Gio's on board with it, is um, our next phase in production is the introduction of clips. And... Uh, at the same time, we introduced the ability to play clips 
Uh, we would also like the ability to introduce guests uh, from time to time. There's been a couple people come forward and say, hey, y'all ought to you know, try having a guest on once in a while. You know, it'll give somebody um, a voice who wouldn't or who doesn't have a podcast or whatever. They can come on and talk to your audience. And it also gives um, us something new to throw out there. Um, I'm not opposed to, to having a guest on there. There's a couple people that would love to do it, but uh, I'm a little bit hesitant on a couple of those people just because um, it's it's um, I'm kind of a little bit OCD about the production side of things. You know, I feel bad because I'm always on your case about you know. Dude, you sound like shit. Move your microphone. This <laughs> and you know, and it's no fault of yours. It's just I, I just want it to sound. Um, you know, we we've got decent hardware as far as the mics and and everything goes, and um, you know, there's no reason why it can't sound good. And uh, good habits are. You know, good to learn. And, and you know, is, and it's not just get in front of a microphone and start talking. You you know, I have to be careful how I breathe because, you know, I don't want to all the time into the microphone. And background noise is a consideration. Uh, I don't want to sound too far away from the microphone where it sounds like I'm across the room. Um, you know, so... Some people don't care about that, and and I've listened to podcasts where people don't care about that, and it's just like it sounds like they're on a telephone, and it's like, and it's a, you got the room echo, and you got fans in the background, and it's like I can't understand, I can't, I don't know what this dude's saying. Uh, yeah, I do that from time to time, even with this show. Thank you for not calling me out on it, but <laughs> I have. Uh, you have, but I just I and like I said, I'm not happy about it, but I just I want you to do the best you can do, and that's for you. Um, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just I just want you to be your best potential, and um, I want that for everybody, even even people I disagree with. Like we were talking about Macy Gray earlier. I love Macy Gray, and I don't want to judge her, but, man, she's just not educated, man. She's just not educated, and it's sad because such a talented woman with a great heart, and she means well. Just She's just wrong. I mean, you know, and she doesn't know she's wrong. And if somebody would just sit down and talk to her and explain the real meaning of the flag, she would understand that it's not about words. It's about... The, the 50 states and the 13 colonies and uh the colonies aren't our colonies they are british colonies we fought against colonialism we fought a revolution against colonialism and we get called colonials colonials colonists whatever no we fought a war to get away from all of that 
No, yeah, we've got a military base in every country in the world, but it's because we're badass like that. <laughs> well, there's probably a couple of countries that we don't have military bases. At least one that I'm pretty sure North Korea else is occupying right now. Um, because we just up and left all the equipment and shit. Oh yeah, Afghanistan. Eighty-six million dollars worth of man. I'd love to have some of that shit. I felt. Like, hey, dude, let's go to Afghanistan. See, if I had a boat, I'd be over there. I'd be getting some of that shit, smuggling it back to the U.S. Dragging a Humvee on a barge behind myself. Damn. 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 Oh, this, motherfucker, this motherfucker loaded up, man. God damn, he, once he went redneck, he didn't go back. God damn <laughs> God, dog, this motherfucker brought a Humvee back and damn howitzer. My homemade raft across the ocean. It's no mess. Well, if there's anybody crazy enough to do stuff like that, it'd be you. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, uh, we're past the two-hour mark. Is there anything you want to add to the show? Or? No, um, that's uh, we pretty much covered everything. I, I was um, got it all out of the system, if you will. Pr- pretty, pretty much. I mean, there was there was something I wanted to talk about uh, that I got triggered with the other day, but I'm I'm not gonna. You not not to. gonna not gonna do that because it would be bad, and I don't wanna. You sure? I mean, um, yeah, because I, I really don't. I don't want. It's it's stupid. It just gives those people gives them a voice. I understand. And I and I don't. It just stupid stupid people like annoy me. Okay, and there are, there's. There's stupid people that are stupid because they don't know better, and there's stupid people that are stupid because they know better, but they don't give a shit. Um. I. <laughs> um. And I know that probably didn't make any sense. But Not at all. It. It. it, it uh, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> It, it just it, it it's one of those things that like um, certain people, certain segments of the of the populace mm-hmm. think they should have um, have rights for stuff that I don't understand why they need to have rights for it because they're still Americans and they're still a part of this country, but they yet have to be different than it. They have to be special. Okay. Um, and I, and it, it, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're wake up and decide you want to be a, a Lego brick. <laughs> 
because that's the, the interesting choice of that's a, that's the that's the norm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm non-binary. I'm like, well, okay. Uh, so are you base nine, motherfucker, or or what? Um, <laughs> I mean, what what? what? <laughs> um, <laughs> that, non-binary. That, okay. The, um, the whole um, what well, was a couple of things that sort of put me on this track. One okay, I live in I live in a suburb of Jackson, Mississippi, which oh. is the capital of of Mississippi. Gotcha. Now, on radio stations, we have to have commercials about pride, and oh. and and I understand that you know, gay, lesbian. I, I'm not going to go through the whole alphabet, okay. I'm not yes, doing sir. that crap. Okay. <laughs> um, that's another thing. Like, well, you didn't say that. So, <laughs> um, now you might wonder. Okay, you you have a disability. Why are you saying you know anything about anything? You don't have anything. You should be um kind of with us, right? Mm. Uh, some people might say. Well, you would think that, but no, I wouldn't. I, I don't. I don't um, agree with people trying to force their beliefs on other people. Exactly. I don't believe in in in. It's one thing if you need help, and you and you need you know assistance because you're physically unable to mm-hmm. do something. And it's another just to scream at the top of your lungs because, you know, you can't walk down the street kissing your whatever, whoever, um, or somebody won't let you have your uh, uh, emotional support goat in in <laughs> uh, in Walmart. Hey, now emotional support goats are important. Um. That position belongs to a dog, usually a uh, golden retriever. Could be different, but it does not belong to to a peacock. It does not belong to a turtle. It does not belong to a iguana. When I worked at Lowe's, a uh, volunteer fireman came in with a um, trained uh, St. Bernard. Mm-hmm. Had its vest on and everything. It was really cool. Um, yeah, we've had, we, uh, my store, my, uh, the, the, place i work at is very pet friendly as well we always have Mm -hmm. and it's not just for that it's anybody can bring their dog in um as long as they're carry being carried or on their own leash which i always thought was kind of cool um of course we sell dog kennels so you know duh but um i i see some very interesting uh animals beautiful sure. animals you know i sure. mean okay okay and uh 
I respect um, the heck out of the training that these these dogs go through. Um, I'm, uh, it's just it's awesome. I mean, I have been one of my favorite stories that I I was at a casino in Mississippi once. Oh yeah, in, okay. in, in downtown Gulfport, as a matter of fact. Oh okay. And uh, there was a gentleman that was walking around with a golden retriever. Oh. And he went around, and wherever he sat down, that dog would lay down next to his, his seat, mm-hmm. and it would never move. No. It, it, it just stayed right there, and um, it followed, you know, it, he got up, the dog would get up and follow him. You know, he sat down, oh, the dog yeah. would, I mean, it was just, it was awesome to watch. Um. Without being rude, I, my dad and I were just like, wow. Um, so, but that's, but a, that's, a, that's a real dog right there. And, uh, but, but I think somewhere along the line, somebody decided, hey, if they can do that, I can do it too. So they go and they buy a vest on ebay or somewhere and stick it on their dog and and and, or stick it on whatever and 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 they're like uh well this is my you know i mean this is this is for people don't don't degrade the 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 service that these these animals provide and don't like you know marginalize you know it's just the, the, where our society is gone as far and then we have to um you know put special uh change everything around to accommodate something that doesn't really seem to really need to be accommodated you know i mean just because you wake up and you decide you want to be something you're not every other day just because you woke up and thought that way does not mean that society needs to, 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 you know, conform to all this mess. We're trying too damn hard. You know, political correctness is just killing a lot of the spirit that makes this country great. Oh, yeah. In my humble opinion. Humble opinion. I mean, it is. All, all of this is my opinion. If you, you know, it's a free country. If you like it, cool. If you don't like it, it's you, you know, that's that's how society works. <laughs> At least in this in this country, anyway. Um, we keep going. We may not have that, and then people are going to be really upset when they lose it. Some people won't be. Some people will be very okay. You know, the push towards socialism, you know, all that good stuff. But anyway, that's Geo's soapbox for the day, for this episode. Um, all right. All right. Well, uh, you know, uh, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I feel your pain on all that, man. I mean, I could re—I could really be, you know, 
up in arms about stuff and be like, hey, where's my month? Where's my recognition? You know, you don't you don't have a month. No, not that not that I'm aware of. They don't they don't. And I don't it doesn't I don't need to be. Um, you, know, you have a day at least. No, no. Damn, that's weird. Not that I know of. Um, and uh, I, I'm still doing some research on some stuff um, as it relates to COVID because I was kind of curious. Um, I have cerebral palsy. Um, I have very mild form of it. Some people are not as lucky as I was. Or am. Um, and I started to look, I started thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, what was it, what's it like for people who, with disability who got, you know, they don't have, didn't have a choice whether or not to get vaccinated, right? Because they can't physically, you know, there's some people that can't physically, you know, speak up for themselves. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they have an advocate, you know, to say, you know, to speak up for them. Uh, a lot of some people don't. But um, I, I just I noticed a lot of stuff, a lot of people saying, well, we weren't asked about this and, 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 and you know, we, this was just forced upon us and. You know, whether we got sick or not, you know, what, regardless of what happened. Um, and and the, these people are, um, you, I mean, excuse me, I agree that the American worker has been forgotten about and, you know, but there's other people that have been forgotten about, too. And, and these are the people that don't have voices and can't, you know. can't you know do things like you like every every everyday citizens um they want to be normal they want to are not normal but want to be uh treated as 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 normal as possible but um it's hard for them they they have to be you know live their lives the best they can and you know this the environment that we're in right now is just You know, mm -hmm. wow. How how do you you know speak up when you can't speak? How do you fight back when you can't fight back? You know, um, and like I said, this is my opinion. You know, um, and I would be very interested to have a debate with anyone who said who feels differently. Um, that has uh, a situation or anything. I mean, I, that this is this is part of why this show exists is to kind of, or at least I like to think. I mean, it's a conversation between between Bug and myself, but it, it, it's it's also to in part, um, hopefully, something that you didn't know about or uh, start a conversation. 
Yeah. Um, so, and and we were just talking about you know with you and Facebook. I mean, you were the one of the most vocal people on the internet that I know. You were getting yelled at and 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 you know shouted down because of your opinion. This is not the way this is supposed to be. Um, and, and I hope people will listen to us and and. and and if you get something out of this, you know, please drop us a line. Let us know. Because th- this is part of the reason why I do this, at least. Because um, it gives me a voice. It gives, it gives, you know, myself and, and Bug a place to, you know, share our thoughts, whether they be right or wrong. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, uh, they're there for for people to know about. Whether you agree with them or not, or you don't agree, like I said, this is what this country was about, and uh, or is about, and uh, that's why we do what we do. You know, this is true. This is true. Well, and as the man said, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so, uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Geo. And I'm Bo. Later. Later, Gators. <laughs> <laughs>